60 Minutes last night. All right, I watched it. Um, I have been a longtime admirer of 60 Minutes. Uh, I was featured on the program twice. They did a fair job interviewing me. Mike Wallace and uh, Nora Donald did it a second time. And uh, Thorough, very. It's not the same broadcast as it used to be. It's not bad, but it's not the same. Now, they interviewed this whistleblower, but he was not the lead story. Should have been, because this is a guy that's in the Health and Human Services Department saying, oh, the government booted this whole pandemic. That should have led the broadcast. It did not. And the reason it didn't was the guy was weak. So they led with the Fed chairman, Jerome Powell. And Powell, he was, he was pretty good. Now, Scott Pelley, the interviewer, wanted to lead Powell down the road of Armageddon. He wanted Powell to say, oh, America's shot, and it's going to be suffering for five years. Powell didn't want to do that. So every time Pelley led him, and you could hear the questions, he was leading him. He said, no, 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 no. We're going to bounce back, in my opinion, second half of this year. Now, certainly the mainstream media does not want to hear that. That's what Powell said. I thought Powell was good. Not because he just said that, but, but he was articulate and he, he backed up his points. Uh, not hysterical, very analytical. It's what I want from a Fed chairman. The other guy, a little bit different. All right, so his name is Dr. Rick Bright. And he works for the Health and Human Services Department in the Biomedical Advanced Research and Development Authority. He was a director. He was demoted. He was demoted. And he, the reason he was demoted is because his dissent during the pandemic was leaked to the Washington Post. That's why he was demoted. Now, was the Trump administration thrilled with his dissent internally? No. Trump administration doesn't like dissent. I don't know what administration does. But Donald Trump does not like dissent. But anyway, um, Dr. Bright is now a whistleblower. So he's going out and telling everybody, hey, the federal government, a bunch of ninnies. They didn't um, react quickly enough. And it's true. They didn't. In January and February, the federal government did not react quickly enough because the federal government was hoping the pandemic would not become a raging contagion i.e. Ebola. Remember, Ebola came here and killed a nurse in Dallas. But then they clamped it down. And the federal government said, we can do the same thing with COVID. They were wrong. So the first couple of months, it was more of a hope. And President Trump did stop the airlines coming from China, and that saved hundreds of thousands of people. Uh, but there wasn't a, uh, oh, watch out, get inside. It wasn't that. Because the president didn't want to tank the economy. So the president of the United States yesterday, uh, in conversation about COVID, says this. The frontline workers, many, many are taking it. I happen to be taking it. I happen to be taking it. Hydroxychloroquine? I'm taking it. Hydroxychloroquine. When right now, yeah. yeah when... A couple of weeks ago, I started taking it. Because I think it's good. I've heard a lot of good stories. <laughs> now, number one, who cares? 
whether the president has taken hydroxychloroquine. I don't care. It's a prescription drug. So his doctor prescribed it for him. I guess he wants to build up some prevention. I don't know. It's better than medical marijuana, right? Barack Obama says he used cocaine in high school or something, didn't he? And nobody cared. Oh, as soon as they go, oh, oh, how can he do this? How can he do this? Do what? He's taking some kind of drug that his doctor says is okay for him to take in order to protect him from COVID. Will it? I don't know. I'm not taking it. Okay. But why do I care if he's taking it? I don't. I don't care. Now, if he was taking methamphetamine, then I would care, but not now. Now, the ones that complain the loudest are the ones who hate him the most. So if you hate him and want bad things to happen to him, as these people do, what are you worried about? He's taking some drug and you think it's going to give him a heart attack? What do you want? Looking out for him now? You're protecting him? Is that what you're doing? No. This is just such a farce and a fraud. I can't tell you. And then Nancy Pelosi weighs in. Pardon the pun. Go. As far as the president is concerned, um, the, uh, our, he's our president, and I would rather he not be taking something that has not been approved uh, by the scientist especially in his age group and in his, shall we say, weight group, what is morbidly obese, they say. So I, I, uh, I, I think it was, it's not a good idea. Oh, and Nancy's looking out for him. You know, you know she's concerned about his health. Morbidly obese, what a lovely woman. Isn't um, Nancy Pelosi just a lovely person? Morbidly obese. All right, Dante, let's take a look, unemotional with uh, the Georgia situation, because Georgia and uh, Governor Kemp, they were the ones that said, look, we're going to open up. And as you know, Governor Kemp was attacked, I mean, brutally attacked by the left. And I'm not going to go over it in great detail, but you know the left does not want to open the economy. And that's because they want Trump to lose. But let's stick with Georgia for now. So today is May 20th, right? And um, uh, yesterday, because this is the latest data we have, 580 new cases of COVID in the state of Georgia. 500 new. Okay. Um, on the 12th, a week ago, there were 863. Now, Georgia's been open that long, even further back. So the cases in Georgia are going down. You're not going to see that. You turn on TV news tonight and you see that. But if they go up, you'll see it. Now, in Texas, they're opening up a little bit slower than Georgia, and but takes a bigger state in four major cities. All right, Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, and Lubbock. Uh, you know, Dallas, Fort Worth, the uh, Metroplex. So on May 19th, almost 1,300 new cases. On May 12th, 1,360. It's flat in Texas, flat. So there is no data that says when you open the economy in populated states, you get an immediate spike in the disease. That data does not exist. That's a good thing. 
Now, if a place like Vegas opens up and you see a big spike, remember, they're inside gambling there. That's going to be page one. That's going to be this and that. And that might happen. And if it does, then the governor of Nevada is going to have to shut them down. Then I have to do that. Now, here's the most important thing that you need to know this Memorial Day weekend. The United States and every other nation on earth counts on the United Nations and the World Health Organization attached to the UN for accurate reporting about any kind of medical situation. That's why it's called the World Health Organization. And it gets billions of dollars every year to do exactly that. Watch medical situations on the planet, especially pandemics. All right, let me give you the timeline. On January 4th of this year, 2020, the WHO reported on social media, not a press conference, that there were some cases in Wuhan of a virus. Nothing else. On January 14th, two weeks later, WHO said in a press briefing, though they're finally out there, there may be limited human-to-human transmission of the coronavirus. Limited is the key word there. All right. A week later, January 21st, WHO experts um, conducted a field visit to Wuhan. Took them three weeks to get over to Wuhan. Of course, the communists didn't want them there. All right. The next day, the WHO mission to China issued a statement that there was evidence of human-to-human transmission But more investigation was needed to fully understand what was happening. This is the World Health Organization. So if you're President Trump or any other world leader, you're watching this. Okay? Some guy in D.C. can't be telling you what's happening in Wuhan. The New York Times can't be telling. They don't know. And they weren't even engaged anyway. Okay. Then we get up to... uh, the evidence. So the WHO um, says we don't have any hard evidence. And on January 30th, last day of the month, the next day Donald Trump stopped the flights from China. Remember that. The director general all right, of the WHO declared the virus a novel outbreak, which was serious. So this is the first time And the next day, President Trump took action. Does that make sense? I'm not trying to defend President Trump. I'm just telling you the truth. So if I'm president, this is exactly what I'm doing. All right? I'm distracted by impeachment, but I am paying attention. WHO finally says, it's an outbreak here. All right, I'm going to stop the flights. And he did. Next day. Then we didn't hear anything from the WHO of consequence until March 11th. March 11th, when the WHO said it was a pandemic worldwide. So Columbia University can second guess all it wants. It can issue the pinheaded studies, but that's the fact. Again, you will get that information nowhere else in this country except here. 